welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I am very excited because I have been a fan of my next guest for such a long time. I am so glad that we are finally able to talk. Let me please introduce you, Chad from... (laughs) See, I already messed it up. Chad from For the Fallen Dreams. I still want to say the FFF... It's just so many Fs right there. It's just completely screwed man. Up. We were not thinking that through uh, 18 years ago. <laughs> well, I am we glad to have, I'm glad to have messed this up right away. So, Chad, <laughs> how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, brother. Thank you so much for having me. No, absolutely. So we, we talked a little off air when we were getting everything ready. But right now, you're on your tour bus on tour right now with Gideon. So where is the venue for tonight? Uh, We are in uh, Berkeley, California, so we're not too far from the University of California up here in beautiful um, San Francisco, uh, Oakland, Berkeley Ah. area. So it is is very nice uh, and hilly. Uh, I've never, crazy enough, I won't go too much into it. Oh, no. Um, I I have been to every uh, state or big city Mm -hmm. in the United States. I've been doing this a long time. Right. And the only two that I've never been to are Oakland and San Francisco, which I consider kind of one and the same, and then Boston. I don't know wow. how that's happened, <laughs> of how they've evaded me for uh, 16 years of touring, but um, they have, and I'm just happy to be uh, at least close to one of them tonight. I'm going to tell you this right off the bat. So it's very funny you brought that up. I just moved from Boston to Austin, and really? I never got a chance to see you live because you oh, were man. never up there <laughs> in the Boston I know. Area. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, we've played Worcester a million times. Yes, we played yeah. Worcester. We played, you know, we've we've done um, Holyoke at the waterfront. You know, we've we've done our fair share of the suburbs. Yeah. Um, you know, done Connecticut. You know, you know, you guys are all very uh, um, a few skips and the jumps away from each other over there. But very true. I, never, never Boston, man. Never yeah. played Boston. So I don't. I've never even been there. I've never seen the city. So it's not that uh, impressive. Don't worry. <laughs> hopefully we can change that though i would love to see what's what's the big what's the gold building there what's the big uh i would say if you're looking to play a venue it would probably be house of blues right okay. i think that would be the big one if you wanted if you wanted a good place just to really like just tear the place apart paradise yeah. is very paradise okay. rock club is very nice but they have new ones they have this new place called roadrunner which i heard is pretty good okay there have been a bunch of different places i would recommend but i think for for what you guys were doing for like this tour in particular i think it would have been house of blues rad man very cool well hopefully we can make it happen here in the near future no absolutely Um, but yeah yeah well let's do this i mean obviously very very simple way to get started but how has the tour been you've been out with gideon since i believe it was february you're gonna go into a little halfway past march this is gonna come out we're gonna obviously get to the new album which comes out this Friday, but this isn't yep. live. So this is going to go out next week. So that's why I figured we might as well talk about all this stuff. Okay. So how is the tour going for you? It's been great, man. It really has. Um, the The touring party are all a bunch of great group of guys. Um, the shows have been awesome. The fans have been unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's for the Fallen Dreams first run in three and a half years. Yeah. The last one we did uh, was pre-pandemic mm-hmm. uh, with... Uh, uh, direct for uh, mice and men which was a great way to go out um but we just did not know it was going to be this long obviously um but to be back uh three and a half years later and on such a, um, a well-received tour like i said the fans have been awesome seeing all the old fans come out because that that's what the beauty of, of this run is is that you know gideon is also like in the same vein of a lot of the music that for the fallen dreams uh, wrote, you know, through our career, like the melodic metalcore stuff. And then they were a staple, you know, in that same, in that same space. Uh, so to come out with them and play some nostalgic songs for the fans, um, and both of us be pushing new records and, uh, playing new material. Mm-hmm. It's just cool, man. It's, it's, it's very cool to, to be out here and, and playing all these old tunes and new tunes and, um, just have a killer, killer crowd every night. There hasn't been a single show on this run. Uh, where I said, oh, that's a dud. You know, every every show has been a lot of fun. Um, so just just appreciative and, and and humbled to still be out here. That's great. Yeah, man. Was there any like ring rust or anything when you were getting back out there? Was there anything that you had to prepare for specifically after that three and a half years? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, just in general, 
the, the the general stuff, man. You know, like if, at least for a singer, you know, your stamina up there to make sure that you're able to go through an entire set with you know, you know, nailing all of your parts. And for me, it has been a little bit more of a challenge than usual uh, because we're playing a lot of new stuff, and right. all the new stuff has me singing on it. And, yes, uh, I've never, I've never, I've never sang this at least live. Um, right. So these first that first week of shows. Um, I should, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. The first couple weeks of the, sh- of, of the tour was really just trying to find that sweet spot of, um, you know, the transitioning of screaming into singing and, mm-hmm. and still being able to, you know, make sure that, uh, my breathing was good, that yeah. my, my, my tour prep was good. Um, but you know, after that first couple of shows, aside from like trying to dial in the singing, as far as just like getting up there and, and doing what we do, there wasn't much ring rust. That first show, you know, those bubble guts came. I got, I got some <laughs> butterflies. Like, okay, you gotta remember how to do this, man. But right. you know, once you're up there, man, it, it all kind of um, goes away and it goes into muscle memory. And um, it's, 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 it's been, it's been good. I, I don't, I feel, um, I take very good care of my voice on the road. I yeah. do lots of prep and lots of maintaining exercises. And um, so, as far as vocally goes, uh, with ring rust, I feel great, man. So oh, that's it's, it's great. Just, uh, yeah, I'm happy to to still be able to be out here and and perform at the highest level. Absolutely. Now, do you do you enjoy that challenge then of when you stepped out there trying to decide and really working out how to make that change from screaming to singing and back because like you mentioned, you're having a uh, a tour set list that is nostalgic songs as well as the new songs. So, right. was that a big challenge and a fun challenge? I guess I guess that's the thing. Was it fun to be yeah. able to do that? Yeah, that's been the whole, you know, kind of the 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 tone for this whole new era of of, of the band is mm-hmm. is that it for me, you know, me personally, it's it's been a challenge, and that's what I've loved the most about this transition for us uh, musically and and for me vocally mm-hmm. uh, is just just that challenge, man. I haven't been challenged in a long time. I've, I've, I'm very, you know, um, I'm I'm very good at what I do as far as screaming goes. I've Absolutely. been doing it a long time. I have a very clear identity of, of who I, what kind of vocalist I am when it comes to being a harsh, uh, screaming vocalist, but to, you know, to, to sit back and be like, okay, well this, I'm not familiar with this. I don't really know how to condition myself or I don't know how to, you know, uh, perform at the, the highest level of singing, you know, mm-hmm. to come off after some, some shows, especially in that first week or so, um, to kind of get back to the rig and be like, ah, shit, like, okay, I need to, I need to try and approach this differently so I feel uh-huh. better in my own skin to um, pull off the live vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now where I'm at and in, in, in the tour, I feel very confident in, in, in the transitions and really harsh, intense screaming in songs like Nightmares or Vengeance. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we can go into songs like What If, um, which is big melodic choruses or um, No Heaven, big melodic choruses. Oh, yeah. right. You know, so... Uh, it's, it's good, man. It's, um, I feel very confident right now. I feel, um, you know, the challenge has been great for me, uh, on and off the road, uh, with the record. And again, just, just being outside of my comfort zone has, has done, um, light years, uh, for me as a, uh, vocalist and, uh, as a front man. Ah, that is, that is great to hear. Now, when you were trying to decide on how things were going to work with that, you know, after that first week, you mentioned kind of having some troubles and then, you know, kind of getting mm-hmm. into the groove of things by now was, was Jim a help for you? You know, obviously he's done a ton of the, you know, clean vocal singing for a long time. Was he able to give you any advice on how to make that transition work? Um, Jimmy is, Jimmy is a great singer. A lot of the help that's come on this tour has been through just, just the boys and with Mark, our drummer, he, he oh. sings because yeah. everybody, everybody, um, in the band is can sing everybody in the band has so which helps a lot so to be able to lean into all of the guys um and days like hey man you know like and it wasn't even so much of like oh i don't know if i can do it was what it was never i don't know if i can do it tonight it was just like i'm having a little trouble with this transition or that transition right and i would know where i could lean into you know uh any of any of the guys up there because they all sing to kind of be like well, let me take this part or let me do the low harmony there. And now that we're at this, this part of where it's like, okay, Chad, he had his training wheels on for those first couple <laughs> shows, but now, you know, I got the, um, I got the, the training wheels off and my hair's flying through or a lack of hair, but my beard is flying <laughs> beard, through the air. Yeah. 
yeah, I feel good, man. So, uh, but that's, that's a band, that's a team. That's, you know, that's what we do is, that's awesome. is, um, you know, we never come back to the rig and someone's like, Hey man, you suck. You, what are, what are you doing? Like, it, this isn't Molly crew out there. You know, right. we're, we're all very supportive of, and, and understand that we're moving into new spaces. There's going to be nights where, you know, um, maybe I need help or, or, or again, because the rest of the guys sing too, if, if, <laughs> if I need to pick up the slack or, or Mark needs to pick up the slack, you know, here or there or, or Jim or Damon or anybody, you know, so having, um, uh, a supportive internal uh, team with the boys is, is uh, it definitely helps um, with, with um, you know, uh, a morale and, and confidence booster too with, with being a new singer. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be. And look, we're going to transition as well into a lot of the new music and how you're doing vocals and how the band feels about all that kind of stuff as well. I want to ask one more tour question. So mm -hmm. as you've been touring, as you've been playing this new music and we'll get to, I, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll kind of say a little bit this way too. So you actually have put out from the self-title that's coming out on Friday, March 10th. Like I said, this will be out a little bit later for extra promotion. So people yep. hopefully have heard the album by the time they're listening to this episode. It just came yes. out on a rise. Wow. Why? I, I'm so messed up between. I'm twisters today. Yeah, man. it's it's twisted up or something. <laughs> a rising empire. You got it. I don't know why I screwed that up. But you put out five singles to kind of mark from 2022 to 2023 and the album yes. is 11 tracks long so people yes. have had time to really get into the tracks before you went out on tour but how has the reaction sure. been you know because i'm sure you've got the old school fans like myself mm -hmm. who it was it was very it was jarring at first it was i'm glad you said jarring was, uh, yeah, I, was, right. I was i was literally as you were saying that i was saying is he's gonna say jarring right now yep. and it was jarring and and you know that was um you, uh, was that kind of the base of your question? Before yeah, it's, it's how, yeah. How are people reacting live? Cause you're doing all the old songs plus you're doing the new songs as well. So right. what is that like for them? Um, it's, it's been a great mixture and I'm, I'm never one to blow smoke around. Um, so, you know, the old fans are obviously going to flip out when we, when we, um, you know, the OGs and I, and I always make it a point to shout out the old OG FTFD fans, uh, in the crowd just because it's been a long ride it's mm -hmm. been a long life of this band you know so if you don't show appreciation to those fans who um have st are still coming out to see you and, and still are like you know what they better play that song because i'm going to sing along like that's, that's all important right. um so it's it's cool to shout them out and and see them flip out for um the new or the old songs rather mm -hmm. but i'm also noticing uh, a very clear shift in our fan base as well with the new stuff. I'm oh, seeing lots of new fans out there that clearly are not um, mosh warriors are out <laughs> there to, you know, sing brothers in arms. And that's a great thing. And it's an even better thing when I see some of the fans and this happened and I'll, I'll use an example when we played, um, uh, what was the day a few days ago? Let me look on my tour packs. Oh, yeah. They're going to, they're going to kill me. Huh. Um, Sacramento. So we ah. were in Sacramento and there was a few diehard OG FTFT fans up there, you know, singing nightmares, uh, singing some of the old stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then that stuff intends it's, it's pylons and all that fun stuff. And then as they back off and we start transitioning into new stuff, we're playing no heaven, which is a mm -hmm. very clear radio song. The For song, sure. you know, we, we put a radio campaign behind it. Um, did very well at radio. Um, so, you know, that's when I'm, I, for the most part, I'm seeing all the new fans, you know, up there singing along and, and that's, that's great. But in this particular show, I saw the same kids that were, you know, piling on for nightmares in December every day, uh, were singing with the chorus of no heaven. They were up there jamming, man. And it was, it's a good feeling. And, and it hasn't been just that show. You know, I think it's, it's, it's been, um, it's been a, a, a lot of them where we're seeing, uh, you know, the fans are just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's always going to be that vocal minority that, that says, you know, like play the old shit, you know, new stuff sucks, <laughs> you know, break up what you're going to get. You're going to get stuff like that. And that just comes with the territory. And, you know, we take it with a grain of salt. We're just enjoying ourselves. But, um, the people who just love the band and are like, Hey, I'm an FTFD diehard. I've right. been here for 15 years. I was here for changes. I was here for relentless and backburner and wasted youth and 
uh, heavy hearts and six. And I'm here now too. Right. So it might not be my favorite stuff that pulls on my nostalgia strings, but you know, there's a lot of these fans that are lifers and they can just appreciate uh, that we've been around this long. And, and that, and that in itself, man, is, is, is a great feeling to, yeah. to, to have the fans um, singing both styles. You know, it's a clear musical shift, right. um, you know, but we're still at our core. It's, it's still for the fallen dreams. So, so to have those fans uh, transition with us and, and just enjoy the ride uh, ha- has been very rad to see. Um, uh, it's, it's been one of the best tours we've done in a long time. And, and that's because of the fans uh, and the reactions that they've, they've been giving us for old and new tracks. Very nice. Very well put. Very well put to describe that change because you had to have known that that kind of dissension was going to happen, I'm sure. And we'll get into that a little bit more. But one of the things I wanted, first of all, let me congratulate you. I mean, it's 15 years since Changes came out, which is amazing as a a metalcore band or as a band that started as singular metalcore. It is. Yeah. I mean, you guys are like veterans, <laughs> so it's yeah. it's yeah. great to see you guys still continuing. So that's a big thing. But then, absolutely, if we take the albums that you have been a part of, right? So if you go from Changes to Heavy Hearts to Six, and then now to the self titled, each mm-hmm. one of those albums are significantly different from each other. They are. You know what I mean? It's not like you all of a sudden just changed out of nowhere. So people they shouldn't are. necessarily be surprised. I would say, right? You would. You would think. you would you would think um but yes that's always been the thing and that's and that speaks to me as as a as an artist and and what i like to try and do man i've always tried to push the envelope with each release if i'm not a better vocalist on each or if i'm not trying to to do something different i i mean what's the point i I, I, to write the the same record over and over and and again you know i know those those fans that will say stuff like that you'll hear that or like well you know uh, august burns red's been doing it or lamb of god's been doing sure. it and, and and that's great and that works for them and those bands those two in particular are legends in 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 this in this game and, and in this space um so nothing but uh, a massive amount of respect for both of those bands mm-hmm. but we're not them you know everyone approaches this differently everyone is 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 their own person everyone's their own you know with how we grow as people so does our music and and for me um and i'm, I'm glad you pointed that out that all of the songs that i've done before the fallen dreams have all been very different from mm-hmm. each other so this this change you can hear um it it, it happening slowly you know like obviously this has been the biggest shift mm-hmm. But you, you know, heavy hearts sound, doesn't sound much like six. No, and six no. doesn't sound anything like changes. Nope. And you know, and uh, you know, and then with the self-titled, it's it's all it's all flavors of what we've done in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all with its with its own thing, man. And that, and that's the fun of being an artist. That's the fun of of growing and you know bringing something new to the table. Right. Um, and it helps too uh, that you know we've we've taken large chunks in between those records. Oh yeah. And I mean like from heavy hearts to six is four or some years. And then from six to now that's five, you know, five years. Like we're talking about a substantial amount of time that has passed in between these. And geez, I mean, I, if I'm, if I'm putting out the same exact record I did five years before or better yet, if I'm putting out the same exact record I did 15 years before, right. What am I doing? (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, And, and again, respect to the bands that do do that. But, I mean, you get people that say now, like, it, right changes part two. And I'm like, you guys do understand that I was 19 years right. old and now I'm 35. <laughs> I'm balder. I'm fatter. Like, I don't want to write the same stuff I wrote when I was a 19 year old kid, True. you know? So those, but you know, you got to love those. You got to love that stuff though. And, and, and we do, we all, we all, um, are very humbled by the fact that that, that record or records after have, mm-hmm. have uh, paved the way for some bands or they've helped us maintain like it's all part of the ride man so right. just just enjoying it and um now is, is just that clear musical distinction we're having fun with it and and uh i'm sure the next record after this will i don't know it might be a k-pop record you never yeah. know in six years in six right. years yeah, we'll get that God, no. <laughs> yeah geez. we're gonna try and we're gonna try and not uh have it be such large gaps we're right. We're very, um, very motivated and busy right now to keep this train moving, you know, to, to capitalize on the, um, the name of for the fallen dreams being here as long as we have, and we want to continue to deliver and not wait as long 
as we have previously. Oh, sure. No, and a lot of that obviously had to do with the pandemic. You know, I, I'm sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, tons that that changed everything for sure. So mm-hmm. here's a question just on that five singles. So you put out the five singles for the new self-titled. You go ahead, mm-hmm. I think you made four music videos. When you look at that, I don't know if you're a numbers guy or not, but did you see, you know, a big difference between putting out a couple singles like you used to for an album and seeing right. how the full album does? Now, obviously, you know, when we're talking, the full album isn't out yet, but did you right. see a lot more numbers? Did you see a lot more people gravitating towards the singles compared to that full album, like six, something like that? Absolutely. Because okay. I mean, you know, even, even in this five year span, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the industry and the way people consume music is, is completely different from even five years ago. Right. You know, um, we were lucky enough for um, Six to kind of have a few songs that, um, you know, when in their own right, kind of went uh, quote unquote viral. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like we had our Unstoppable um, is about to reach uh, 18 million on YouTube. Awesome. And, um, you know, I, I want to think Stone is around three or four million. Like, so those songs sense. did, there's a few songs that did really, really well you know, that kind of helped maintain the band over the pandemic and, mm-hmm. and just kind of continue to keep the band uh, in somewhat of a sense relevant. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's a different space now than it was five years ago. So right. you're doing that slow drip, right? To try and um, drip feed these singles in, into the world of fans to kind of get a taste and kind of then, well, are they going to put a song out in six more weeks? or And that's what we did. You yeah. know, we kind of spaced them out between six and eight weeks apart which I'm not used to, right? Um, you know, I, I kind of, at the beginning of this, I was kind of, I don't want to say fighting back on it, but I, I was definitely like really questioning it with, with the team. I was like, are we sure this is like how we should do this release? Like, I mean, do we want to put out, you know, let's just call it what it is. Almost half of the record um, right. before it's a weird feeling. It's a really weird feeling. Because, you know, I feel like now that the record's out, you know, like fans get to enjoy an EP rather than a full album. Uh-huh. But then, I mean, but that's just me. But then it plays into, too, like, how are you doing your track listing? Mm-hmm. Are you set, and that we spent a lot of time with the track listing to make sure that everything cohesively flowed. Each right. track has its own mood. Each track can kind of flow into one another. And, and the record as a whole, if you listen to track one through 11, it's a fun ride, man. It really is. You know, even as a band, it's for us to go back and listen to it now from one to 11. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. Each track has its own flavor. And, and we knew, um, you know, putting this together, we were like, if we're going to do this drip feed thing and we're going to, you know, put out almost half the record, uh, we got to make sure that every song can be a single. We got to make sure that every song is a standalone single. Cause if we, we front load this thing, we, we, you know, we, we throw out all the stop with our first, all the singles being the best ones and then people get the record. They're like, well, damn, it sucks, <laughs> you know? Sure. And then now, but you know, we're very confident in this, this album that some of the best songs are songs that people have not heard. So right. that's what makes this record a fun ride too, is, is, you know, they'll be like, ah, I know what if and reanimate and they're like, but searching and without you and, and lavender and mm-hmm. chemicals, like, God damn, like, okay, they really were saving some of the best songs on this record uh, for its release. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great way to look at it. I've been able to listen multiple times through the new album. So I've enjoyed, I got to say, it's so weird to me still. I think it has to, I think I have to listen to it even more because when I listen to it, I don't hear for the fallen dreams that I'm used to. So it's taking sure, a yeah. while to sink in because of how many different styles you guys have incorporated, uh, you know, into this yeah. album itself. Absolutely. So here's a question. Let me let me play devil's advocate on this one because I know <laughs> I I sometimes do this. I I can be very critical sometimes when I'm, you know, I've been doing this a long time and Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I see as a trend in the scene is people often going to that softer side, to that new metal side, to that, you know, radio rock, alternative rock kind of side, mm. and people yeah. often call it, you know, evolving right? They, they're saying they're right. growing, they're evolving. But if you notice, in most cases, bands aren't going and turning to deathcore. You know what I mean? They're not sure. normally getting heavier. They're almost always going in this direction. So for you, sure. 
I'm assuming you guys weren't looking at the trend. This is something that you actually wanted to challenge yourself on. You mentioned challenging yourself before, but how Mm -hmm. did you decide that you wanted to challenge yourself this way instead of going in the opposite direction? Because I know, you know, you, you are also the lead vocalist of legend and I know that's a little bit heavier sometimes. So maybe you get the heaviness out there compared to the fallen dream. So would you mind going into that a little bit? Yeah, I, I think um, a big thing for this, um, as far as like the musical shift, um, was really trying to tailor music to what I was trying to achieve as a vocalist. Okay. I mean, being this, this being the first time you know I've I've ever sang on a record and trying to find my voice as as uh, as a singer, you know, finding elements that I was comfortable with really helped mold the record. You know, like. Um, there was no every and everything it came out very organically. I think saying it and like with the music shift and there being this clear distinction of like, Oh, is this going to be a new metal record or is it going to be a a rock record? It was like, well, how about we just write the best songs? Okay. And if they just so happen to be songs that, you know, like sound like something that Chad was listening to when he was in his bedroom in in middle school, then then so be it. (laughs) And and, And that works. Um, but it was never, it was never like, Hey, we need to, we need to try and be a different band. We need to try Ah, and be a, a, follow the trend of, of, of the active rock and new metal stuff. This is just all stuff that very, came very naturally with writing with our internal team and Mm -hmm. writing with our producer, writing with, um, outside writers. It was all stuff that songs that we all worked on and we're like, this is a thick song. Uh, I don't, it doesn't need to be brothers in arms for it to be a, for the fallen dream song. Like, let's just enjoy the process of of creating music that we hear and we're like, yo, this is sick. This is a good, this is a good line. This is fun. Right. Those drums were going to fit so great there or, or this, we should, you know, we should add a guitar solo here. Like, and I, it goes back to what I said earlier about that, that, um, uh, or, and what you said, the evolution, um, it's, it's, it's less about evolution and it's more about just enjoying, you know, you what go. you're putting out. Right. It's just enjoying what you're writing, man. Like we, we've, um, not that we didn't enjoy what we were writing before, but you know, for this stuff, it was just really enjoying the, the, the challenge, man, the challenge has been fun. Uh, the, the challenge of, when we talked about earlier of, of being, a uh, not knowing that, well, am I going to be a good singer? Can sure. I pull this off? Can I pull it off live? You know, like it was all stuff that, that challenged me and in turn challenged the rest of the team, mm-hmm. uh, to, to put their best foot forward. And, you know, for, for Mark, our drummer to write, um, the best possible drum parts he could. Right. Um, for, you know, Jim and Damon to come in there and, and really spread their wings and be like, well, hey, man, I can rip this guitar. Am I not going to solo here? Uh, There's, or, there can be a solo there. What yeah, am I going to do? Yeah. Just ch- chuck it out? No, I don't think so. We're putting a solo here. It's everybody putting their, their best foot forward to, to put out uh, music that they loved and, and, and to challenge themselves. Right. So that all came, it all came very naturally. And, and I genuinely mean, uh, that when I say it, that this, none of this stuff was ever forced. It wasn't trying to, to ride the, you know, the new metal wave or the, or the, the rock wave. Right. Um, and, but, you know, and I'm seeing that though too, you know, with, with some of this stuff, you see bands like we came as Romans, for example, yeah, yeah. those are home, hometown boys, man. We love those guys. And, um, they've progressively got heavier. We came as Romans was not as heavy as, as they are now, you know, no, that's I mean, true. It, that's true. You know, um, they're on, you know, had their, their direct support for their last tour. Well, I'll say it was brand of sacrifice. Yes, wasn't I, it? I was at that show. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> right. Right. But, but you know, it's, it's, they're all kind of fly there. There's a very thin line now of what you're able to do with heavy. Like, cause I mean, you know, even bands like I prevail, look at that, the, the, that band is, is, is massive and they're doing big things and, um, their new record. You know, it's drop tuned F sharp, you know, eight string style songs. And you got people like Carrie Underwood that's saying, oh, I prevail is my favorite band. <laughs> um, I didn't know. That. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a big thing I saw. I, I think it was on a uh, Loudwire or something. Oh, okay. She like came out and said that, you know, it's one of her favorite bands. But, gotcha. you know, we're in it. We're in a very unique space right now with heavy right. music and rock and metal. And um, I think it's important, especially for, for, for old guys like us to just enjoy it, man, at this point. Like, sure. Um, whatever, you know, benefits come with, you know, reaching a larger audience. I mean, absolutely. That's, that's, that's a great thing. That's why we do this. Why, that's why we're able to do this for so many years is, you know, we want to reach those big audiences, but not at the cost of, of not being genuine. Yes. And, um, I, I can, you know, confidently say that, um, 
it's all very genuine, you know, and you can hear that you, you, yeah, if I you agree. listen to it, you listen to a record and it's like, they're trying really hard to sound like this. Yes. You, your fans will hear that. Your critics will hear that, you know, but I, I feel as if, you know, what we've done, um, it all comes across as like, this is just, if you, if you, if you take, uh, my singing off it or you, you know, it's some of the heaviest stuff that, that for the phones reams has ever written. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can definitely see or that. Or if you want to just, yeah. Or if you just want to say, Hey, I'm not going to look at this, like the band that wrote changes and I'm going to listen to this as a band I've never heard. Yeah. A completely new band. Right. Exactly. So I think it'll come with time. I think it'll come with people, you know, really giving the record a spin and then maybe revisiting it later on to be like, you know what? I kind of slept on that record. Uh, I should probably go back and revisit it, you know, cause I, I remember people hated, uh, they hated uh, a lot of the stuff that we did on six, really, you know, and wow. now, and, and I remember getting a bunch of heat for that. Like, Oh, this stuff's so soft and, you know, unstoppable did so well, but people yeah. were still mad that it was like kind of a softer song. And now you have people being like, your new record should sound like six. I'm like, you guys <laughs> figure it out. Which, which is it? Um, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but it's, it's all, yeah, it's all good stuff, man. And, and again, it just goes back to just happy to be here and to be able to be able, uh, to be creating this long and putting out records. Right. Um, and I hope, uh, I hope it, we're able to continue to do it for another 15 years. Yeah, man. I, I really enjoyed what you said about being genuine. I, I truly believe that that's the main thing. That is the most important thing, especially with the type of music mm -hmm. that we all listen to, that we love. It's so incredibly important to be genuine. And I do hear that. That's why as I continue to listen to the album, it continues to grow on me. I'm just so used oh, yeah. to loving so much of the older stuff that, like I said, it was jarring at first. It was like, wow, <laughs> where, where yeah. did this come from? This sounds like almost <laughs> yeah. a completely new band. But now when Absolutely. you, I want to circle back to something you mentioned when you were talking about it being organic. I, I love that. But did you first have to tell the guys, Hey, for this album, I would like to see if I can sing. I would like to challenge yeah. myself to do that. I remember the conversation. I remember oh, calling no. Mark and calling Jim and saying, Hey guys, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to really do something different here. I want to try and, and, and really be a singer mm -hmm. and try out my clean vocals on this record. And I want to, with that's going to come a, a clear sound change, uh, because I want it to, to how I want my vocals to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, they're all like, all right, let's go. Oh shit. Okay. Time to go. Let's go. Right. Let's get to work. You know, <laughs> right. so there, there was no there was no pushback. The the, the boys were equally as excited to mm -hmm. to watch me um, you know, um try and tackle this this next uh hurdle, you know. Um the boys all know I can scream. We've talked yeah, about of it. Of course. Um, right. You know, but they wanted to see, well, if he can do that, you know, so well, let's 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 see what he can do. You know, there's the, we all believe in each other and we're all confident and and making the right moves the same with 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 me and, and you know telling the guys like i you know i think that's a good song you did a really good job i, I believe you can write better or i believe wow. you can do better here you know that's that's all part of the, the process but the boys were were always very um accepting of the of the fact that i wanted to kind of take on a majority of the uh singing vocals and, right. and, and kind of make this record uh um my in, in a sense uh debut of like hey i'm here i'm yeah. i can scream but but i'm here and um yeah, it's uh, having having uh, um, everyone on board was was made the process much easier. Yeah, you did multiple types of screaming, which you often do, but you did <laughs> multiple types of screaming. Plus, you did the singing and kind of almost the rapping in certain areas right. as well. So, what did it take you? This wasn't the first time you've ever sung, but it's the first time you sung on a record. But what did you have to train then? How did you how did you make sure that you could do it? That everyone was good? What did you have to do with the changes in breathing? Did you go actually get lessons? I did not get lessons. I did oh, wow. no vocal lessons. Um yeah. it was really just I have I have great vocal control from screaming mm -hmm. for so many years. You know, and in pitch screaming, you can hear that, and yeah. you know, and unstoppable and stone, like it's it's not singing, it's 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 pitched screaming, you know. So, um, having that vocal control, and I had a great head start. You know, I've had a 15 year head start right. to kind of right. know like what my voice can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a big thing. Um, having the right timbre and the right ear for it, and then just really trying to figure out my sweet spot of what 
what's the best key that I sing in? And that's wow. something that, even though on a lot of these songs throughout the record, um, some of them are in different keys. So right. I'm singing much higher in songs like Searching than I am in songs like Without You. Those are completely different keys. Yes, right. So each came with their own challenges. Some were much easier for me. Some came very natural. Some were like, okay, I have to really reach to get here. Like um, Super Personal was was one that was a little trickier for me because it was just kind of out of um, uh, out of my key and there's little falsettos in there. So that one was a little trickier. But sure. but again, it's just having a head start with vocal control and be like, okay, I know I can get there with maybe if I add a little bit more uh, umph to her, a little more raspiness to it, I can get there. And and it, and it works, you know, having the boys yeah. helping me there too, say try it this way or try it that way. That's that's the point of 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 having a, a solid producer in there. Oh, true, um, true. you know, and having the the vocal producer was was one of my best friends, uh, DL from Bad Wolves. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. He did all the vocal production on this record, so we went there and tracked with him. And uh, him and I have been you know working together for you know. Uh, He's almost 10 years now, um, wow. and uh, I trust him. He trusts me, and, and we've kind of bounced things off each other. We had Mark in there with me as well, our drummer, and, mm-hmm. and, and those guys kind of saying, we'll try it here, try it there. And, and, you know, having Yelby being such the powerhouse uh, vocalist that he is, uh, having his, um, you know, go ahead and, and his um, support to kind of be like, dude, you can you can hit this. We've just got to give it time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, each came with their own challenges. But um, overall, it was uh, it all turned out, um, I think, pretty all right. Yeah, no, I would I would agree. I think this is going to be really big. I think when people listen to this album, you know, it's like I said, it's going to come out. But by the time people are listening to this, it will Mm -hmm. have already come out. I think people are going to really enjoy hearing the backstory of how this all happened as well. Because like I said, it was so different, as you know, like I, I love that you have been so open about how yeah. different it is because I know a lot of people would have been like, Oh no, this is still the same. You know, it's still the same oh, thing. It's in the room, man. Right. Yeah. Right. So, they Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you know, that's, that's that denial thing or that's, that's not being confident in what you're doing. Like just say it's different, man. You right. know, it's different. Just say, just say it's different. And, and it is, you know, we still try to keep a lot of those, those core elements of full oh, yeah. fallen dreams. Yeah. Um, because at, at our core, you know, 15 years of doing this, um, that's still how we write. Like when I'm screaming up there, I mean, you damn sure know it's me. It's it's not anybody else. It's just, it's, it's the singing. It's, it's the singing and it's, it's the approach to the songwriting. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's been a fun challenge. Um, and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed it. And and so have the rest of the boys to, to get where we're at today is just to be here is, is enough. You know, that, that definitely makes sense. Now, one of the things you mentioned was, the change in structure. So I, I am very interested in that. Obviously, the structure of these songs is a lot different than a lot of your past albums as well. So what what do you say, or what would you say, besides trying to get those specific notes, that type of singing that you were doing, what about the structure, though, when you're going to the style of music made it more difficult or more challenging? Yeah, um, I think you kind of just got to follow through with what you know what we were doing. Like We knew that the songs were... were were written and they they were obviously there was a, a very clear path of like these songs are very interchangeable through you can you can put them on the radio and we have we've yeah. done two radio campaigns and so you know we knew that that formula is something that uh, if you're gonna do a radio song you write radio structure that's mm-hmm. just the way it goes I mean as you know but um I guess with with doing that you know a, that approach to writing in that way to you know in, in that strong song structure is um it was a little bit different i mean we kind of messed with it with six you know like it was more structured of a song but structured songs rather mm-hmm. but you know i think that just comes with with becoming a, a better singer songwriter or, or a guitar player like you want to write songs that cohesively make sense you know, um, for us, you know, it can't all be breakdowns and two steps and, you know, like, and that's fun. And that's, but that's all part of the structure. You can still add that in there because what you would consider, you know, a typical radio song of a bridge mm-hmm. you, in, for your bridge, you add in a breakdown, there you, you know, that your, your bridge, your heaviness is, is, is your breakdown now. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to find that sweet spot of, of structuring it the right way to, to just be an overall more well-rounded band, I think is important. It was never to be like, Oh, well this has to be this way. If, 
if we want to be a radio band, but right. we knew the songs that we did take to radio or have radio campaigns behind them. They, they had to make sense. They can't just be, you know, a five, six minute long song of, uh, you know, shredding arpeggios. Like that doesn't right. really make sense, uh, for, yeah. for FM radio. Um, but yeah, I think again, it just comes back to even like that legend stuff that I did during the pandemic. That yeah, was still yeah, structured right. differently. That was still structured. Um, and uh, you could call it radio structure with with verse chorus, you know, bridge chorus, verse chorus type mm-hmm. stuff. But we've we've been doing that for a minute now. You know, the band obviously did that with some of the records I was not a part of, yeah, and then right. six had a lot of song structure. I think the self titled is just a more um, defined structure. It's 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 being very conscious of of where we're we're you know changing things or we're you know we're doing. Um, you know, a guitar solo or, or whatever it may be. You know, we, we don't do tempo change as much anymore. That, that, that right. left a long time ago. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. You know, <laughs> we've doing some of these songs live, like the old songs. Yeah, yeah. And they'll have like two or three tempo changes in it. And it's like, good God. What were, <laughs> what were, what we, were we? Yeah. What were we thinking? Better yet, what was the producer thinking? Ah, uh, yeah. Who, who gave the go ahead for the producer? Like, yeah, dude, three three uh um, temple changes that's a great idea so getting some of like the stems for some of this old stuff yeah uh, especially even like when we did the changes 15 year tour mm-hmm. um and just seeing like some of the the like the tempo changes and this stuff while we were setting up uh click track is was very funny yeah like good grief you know so somewhere. just yeah just to go back to what you said though to i guess for the song structure wise just to be a, a more well-rounded musicians mm-hmm. and, and you know um, follow that and it's easier to write that way man it's easier to write um music without having to write um because i've done i've done guest features for bands oh, yeah. that will send stuff that's like can you do uh, a, a piece on the bridge at four minutes and then do the verse and then there's a pre-bridge i'm like guys 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 there's <laughs> way too much going on like it's easier to write your best material when you have a like a kind of like a template to work right. off of so that was i guess the the whole point of of how we approach uh, the song structure and the self-titled. Yeah. No, that that definitely makes sense. One of the things now, I, I'm sure you've talked about this in in other interviews as well, but one of the things a staple kind of in the scene, and actually probably in in other areas of music as well, is when you call your album a self-title. When it's for the fallen dreams, does for the fallen dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like that is you making some type of statement, some solidification, you know, something like that. Did you look at it that way? Like when you were, because once again, this is a completely different album from your other mm-hmm. completely different albums. So for sure, was this that kind of statement? Like we are who we are and we are going to change whenever we feel like it. Or was there something different that drove calling this your self-titled? No, I don't know that I could even could have said it any better than what you did just now. Oh, okay. um, this <laughs> is that, that's that really was the the um, the mindset with with naming a self title. Like this is who we are, man. And if we want to change and we want to write what we're going to write, and we're going to do um, what For the Fallen Dreams does, and that's push the envelope. So yeah. um, it was absolutely that statement. It was that statement of you know this is the band, man. This is this is what we do. You know, good, bad, ugly. You know, For the Fallen Dreams has been here for close to two decades and yeah. and this is a new era this is a, this is a new leg of of that machine and and all of those old records will always be there to listen to and will absolutely you will still hear them in the set somewhere it might not be every single tour yeah you know but it, it's it's also like a band like parkway drive man oh like, yeah I mean, so many they're they're they have so many records they've been around as long as we have mm-hmm. they've made a pivot in their sound as well but oh, you'll yeah, still absolutely. hear them. I, you know, I think they played Carry On. Oh. Um, I, I think uh, just recently, you know, yeah, and that's so one good. of them things like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like it's just, it's, it's an iconic band. It's an iconic song. So, you know, that'll never go away. You know, we'll ever be like, we won't play these songs on every tour, especially when we're trying to push new material. You know, right. if, if we're on a tour and we're out playing the new album, I, I can't promise that you're going to, um, you're going to hear you know, brothers in arms. If, if we're on tour with, you know, a majority of, you know, I don't know, we're out with, uh, we'll call it Buck Cherry, we're out with Buck Cherry, right? rock and roll to its finest. What a pool. But, uh, yeah. I just don't know that that'll be a part of the set, but, but again, it goes back to just being, uh, appreciating your roots and where you've come from. And, Absolutely. and you got to throw it back every now and again, like I said, to hear 
I, I so many people were roasting um parkway drive on this this new record cycle for them so I, when i saw the video of them playing carry on i was like oh, there yeah. you go boys let them know you still got it right let them know you're still ripping so uh kudos to those guys too man um such a such a killer band yeah no no that absolutely makes sense and you actually brought something up that just just gave me a spark there so you talk about maybe you know you, you mentioned buck cherry but in general going out with different yeah. style artists right mm-hmm. so Right now, you're kind of in a similar tour, but yes. with this new album, you've got that kind of like, you know, alternative rock, new metal type of style there as well. So does that give mm-hmm. you now the ability to go out with metalcore bands, but then who else would you like to kind of pull in? Is this one of those things where you could do more of like a, a kind of a radio rockish tour or a straight up rock? tour where you were headlining and that way you could pull right. some of the old stuff in with the new sure i i think that's i mean that's all there i yeah. mean that's that's if you listen to the record you know that hey there's a clear distinction of, of a genre crossover here that you know for the fallen dreams you can put them out uh you could put them on a uh you know it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't we could probably curate a set that would make sense for yeah. a puck cherry tour you, yeah, yeah. you could also you you could also have us out right now with Gideon on a metalcore tour. Yes, you know, right. and I think that's the beauty of having seven records. Oh, I yeah. think that's the beauty of what this album is able to do for us is open up uh, more opportunities to just to do cross genre tours, man. I mean, I I remember growing up and going to shows, and you know there'd be bands like um, the Locust on tour mm-hmm. with uh, Murder by Murder by Death and ah, like sure. these like old alternative metalcore bands right so and you're like it wasn't that weird that bands that sounded nothing like each other were on tour that was the the days of you know trust kill and and, and victory and fair like that was a very very normal thing to see you know yeah. i saw i saw um papa roach on tour with orgy oh you know i, I mean? was like, i saw um, that too <laughs> yeah right it's just there but that's you know but then you had limp biscuit on tour with, with uh, ice cube and eminem yep mm-hmm I was there too. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, now we're talking. Now. Yeah, Don't get me started. Right. <laughs> um, like the family value story, but that's yep. that's the fun of this stuff, man. The, that's that's the problem I think that we see sometimes is that we put a ceiling on what we're able to do or what we should do or what's normal and what's not. You right, know, like right. you should be able to to do stuff like this, whether it makes sense. You know, we could still be playing nothing but heavy stuff, but you'd still see you could see us on tour uh, with a really soft band. I mean, that's that's the fun is pulling in fans of of all different uh genres to kind of just hey i i learned something new tonight i didn't know that i like this band and, right. and now i do and that opens the doors for them to tell their friends and their friends and their friends and in turn just makes the alternative metal scene stronger it makes the, the it makes it more uh you know just just fun to go to a show and not know who you're going to see or or it be a band that's completely off the wall right um but but this new album definitely opens up the doors for us to do things that we haven't done before, and and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to those opportunities to just go out there and you know play in front of people that are like, man, you guys are, and we've had it happen on this tour. Like you guys are great. Like that was an awesome set. How have I never heard of you before? Oh, okay. No matter how long you've been a band, whenever you hear that. Mm-hmm. Some egomaniacs may say that would upset them. Yeah, you've never heard upset. of my band. <laughs> right. I love it, and we all love it because it's 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 like we won we won over somebody tonight that came into us completely blind, and now they're gonna go listen to an entire catalog of seven right. records from us. Like that's a cool feeling. That so, is a cool feeling. Uh, you know what? With I, this record, yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead, brother. Oh no, no, go ahead. You got it. With with this record being a cross genre. Uh, album you know there's songs on it and you've jammed it there's songs yeah. on it that are very heavy yep. there's songs on it that are very mellow there's songs on it that could fit anywhere and oh, that sure. was the fun part of curating this album was there's lots of flavors there's lots to digest and any one of those songs you could hear on um any type of tour and could sure. put us anywhere and that's fun that's that's a that's something to look forward to, to you know if we were to get an offer like hey guys you have a offer to do this tour that tour and it's like that's weird but that's awesome let's 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 try it out right no i i really like what you're saying that i i can hear i can hear how genuine you are when you talk about this i love hearing a band 
talk about how exciting and fun it is to be playing the new music, to expanding, you know, other people's minds with this new material that they get to listen to. I what what I was gonna say before was you kind of almost made me feel a little sad because <laughs> I I've been in the industry so long that yeah, I listen to tons of new music. And I can go back and listen to my, you know, some of my favorites, like even just prepping for this, going back and listening to the discography was so much fun, but it's very extremely rare for someone to tell me, like for me to go out to a show and see a metalcore band who has been around for 15 to 20 years and I haven't Mm -hmm. heard their music. Yeah. uh, That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I don't have that ability. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. It's it's happened, man. You know, we, it's and, and you know, especially for us on a tour like like Gideon, like yeah. this is you know, this, these are familiar waters for a band like us. But you know, Gideon has been very active. You know, they've done uh, they've done a lot of touring lately. You know, mm-hmm. for the fallen dreams has while we were peeling back on touring, you know, Gideon has been hitting all of these you know these huge tours. They know they I know they were out with Wage War and they were out with the Devil Wars Prada. You yep. know, so yep. those types of crowds, you know, there's probably a lot of new fans at those. Not every fan continues to go to shows for 15 20 years exactly. some people go for five years and then they have kids or they go to school and they fall off for a little bit or you know you know what i mean they revisit it later on in life um but you know so for all these new fans that gideon or or, or orthodox or, or guerrilla warfare on this oh, yeah. tour right. that, they've, that they've gained from staying busy and touring you know now they're like oh well i've only been going to shows for five to ten years and mm-hmm. this or the fallen dreams band is direct for gideon and they're sick this is awesome i just want a new band um you know and then we get the old motherfuckers that come out and they're like i saw you when i was a freshman in in high school right. and i've been listening to you guys since i was 10 and you know and that's that's also it, it, it's 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 just weird it, it's it's a cool combo of of hey i've never heard of you and hey i've been listening to you uh while i was going through puberty type thing it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird but it, it's cool man it, it's it's a cool space for us to be in right now yeah, man, that that does that does sound cool. So one of the things I I definitely want to check on my list because I've I've obviously been following you guys for so long, and you're one of those bands that even when you weren't in the band, there was the connection to Rise Records, right? And mm-hmm. there was only that one switch over to Artery, and then back yep. to Rise, which isn't a normal thing for bands to do to leave a record label and then go back to the same record label. Yeah. So yeah. now there's that huge change. Obviously, a lot of things have changed in the music industry. People can do a lot of things on their own, but you guys yeah. have been with labels for so long, and now you're with a rising empire. Was there something mm-hmm. about this album or something that they could do for you? which is why you would end up switching after such a long-term relationship with rise. Yeah. I mean, you know, the rise guys, I have nothing but great things to say about them. They get, they gave us our start. I have, I have a a huge amount of love for uh, um, Craig Erickson and Sean Haydorn and and Chris Ruby and and Matthew Grainer, like all great guys, small team. Uh, uh, Just, just, just love the guys. You know, Um, I think it, it was getting to that point though. It was almost like a business and pleasure thing. Like, we have been with Rise for so long, um, and you know they have such huge bands. They have you know they have their Sleeping with Sirens, and they have you know um, just just so other many. massive bands and alter. Yeah, there's so many that have released <laughs> music with them. You know now they have Seven Dust, and I, I love that one of my favorite oh, bands yeah. of all time. Wow, I completely um, forgot that they had Seven yeah. Dust. That's true. Yep. Yeah, man. So I think it was just getting to that point though, to where they were like, I don't know that we can give you everything that you guys need for to this this new era ah, this resurgence okay um and a rising empire was was very excited about uh, grabbing us and that in turn was a big thing for us it's for us to be like the priority was a really good feeling you know not that we weren't a priority in, in our own way to rise but they just had so many massive things going on it, it's hard to to help, you know, a band like us that's like, yeah, For the Fallen Dreams does what FTFD does. We know they're good for tickets. We know they're going to put out quality records. Right. But it's business. Yeah. This is business. Right. Mm-hmm. So it just made the most sense uh, for us to to kind of make a pivot. And I and and, and they thought the same thing. And um, it was it's absolutely no bad blood. We love those guys. Oh, it's good. Um, but arising, giving us that opportunity to be you know, kind of a priority on the label and, and kind of be like, Hey, listen, everything that you guys have wanted to do before mm-hmm. we can do for you. 
Ah. And now is a better time now more than ever with this sound change and moving into a, in, into new spaces for them to accommodate that uh, really made the most sense. Right. So um, they're a European label, so that's yeah, yeah. that's that's different. You know, we, we've we've done some very successful runs over there. Um, so to establish ourselves uh, over there with a European label is something we're we're looking forward to. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just, it, they've been very supportive. They've been very open, uh, great group of guys over there as well, smaller team. And, and that's, what's great, man. You know, like it's, it's, it's everybody's, you know, dream to be like, Oh, my band signed to Atlantic records or, you know, like these, these massive, like juggernauts of these huge major labels, yeah, yeah. but it's these smaller labels that are like on the cusp of, they're not major, but they're not a small label and they have a small internal team that can kind of you know, help push the needle forward and take care of you is, is always a plus. And then, and rise had that rise had that and they, and they have a massive roster. So, uh, for a rising to kind of have the same, uh, type of, um, approach to their, their roster and us being a priority has, has been a, a really good feeling. Um, especially in the, in this new space, right. you know, we need that, we need that attention. We need that, like, Hey, we're going to try new stuff. We're going to, you know, push the needle forward here uh, and we're going to need y'all to, to to be there with us for it and they right. were like all right let's go let's do it that's great well that's i mean right there is even a great segue to check on the future you've got the new album just came out you've got the new backing from the record label you've got the tour that's going to be finishing with gideon in mid-march a little bit after mid-march so yep. you're already thinking touring i'm assuming i i don't know yeah. you probably can't announce anything but are you are you thinking uh, headlining tours sometime this year, maybe? Uh, I don't know about headlining stuff. I know, I mean, there there could most definitely be some headlining dates here and there. Uh, we're we're doing a bunch of stuff this summer and fall, though. So keeping the books, you know, uh, packed. Like okay. going back out and doing some U.S. stuff, uh, going out and doing some some festival stuff this year as well, and then some talks of of doing overseas stuff as well to to nice. just kind of keep keep the books going, man. You know, that's that's part of. You know, um, when labels, you know, they do what they got to do on their end. And, and it's up to us to make sure that we are, you know, um, doing our part. And our part is is one, creating and two, uh, being on the road and, and, you know, showing everybody that, you know, this is the real deal. This is a real thing. Um, and that's our job to, to put pen to paper on the road and, and just uh, get out there and stay busy. Sounds awesome. All right, Chad. Well, look, we're we're about an hour now, and I'm sure I have plenty of scene stuff to go over with you. I think the next time, I'm hoping that if you are able to tour later on in different venue or different markets, I should say, if you make it to Austin, I will come out for sure because I can't wait to see you guys again. I never saw you in Boston. I saw you in Worcester, oh, but that was a okay. while back. So I definitely want to be able to see you again but yes. for everyone listening Overdue. to this just know once again that the album for the fallen dreams the self-title came out on friday on a rising empire make sure you listen to that multiple times i think you're going to be blown away and staggered and you're gonna have to be like wait a second is this Con the same confused. band yeah confused <laughs> and then you're gonna love it and you're gonna enjoy it and you're gonna keep on listening to it and then yes. you can obviously go see them on the rest of this tour with gideon and then like what chad said is hopefully in the future there'll be a lot more opportunities to keep the ball rolling and go see them again so chad man i really enjoyed this conversation i am going to have links in the description of the episode that has everywhere that people can find you on social media links to where to get the album any of the merch bundles that are still left all that stuff will be there but until well, then what is the best way for people to support you um, you know, just, just, uh, coming out to a show is obviously a massive one, but you can, you can hit us up on socials and visiting the web store, um, you know, for the fallen dreams.com, mm -hmm. uh, Facebook for the fallen dreams, Instagram, FTFD band, Twitter, FTFD band, you know, uh, TikTok. Yes, we have a TikTok, unfortunately, <laughs> FTFD band, you know, go on just all that stuff, man. The interaction yeah. is always fun and it's, it's all part of the game and, and we, we enjoy the chat with fans and, um, you know, the support. Uh, comes from a like, uh, from a follow, from a, a bundle bought, whatever it may be. So um, however you show your best way of supporting, uh, we're here to accept it. Absolutely, man. Well, once again, 
I really enjoy this. I screwed up the intro because I was so excited to be able to do this. So uh, I, I can't wait to see you live again. And I really enjoy this conversation. All the best. I really hope this album does well for you. So once again, until next time, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, brother.